0: Hello and welcome back to the Rise of the Rune Lords. It's me, DM Clinton, and I am here with the Warriors of Light, led by Alex, playing Aristotle. You can't see me. (laughs) And Nathan is played Redon. I'm going to wreck it. Connor is playing Hugo. Actually, I, I can see you. Aiden is playing Vraskin.
1: They don't want to see me.
0: We are coming off the coattails of defeating Orticon, the Mithril Mage. He was a chump. Through conning avoidance of golems and telekinetic charge, the Mithril Mage was no more. They opened a door and found something large and ugly on the other side. We are now starting with a roll for initiative.
2: I wanna. (laughs) Okay.
0: All right, then you don't.
2: I rolled a six. Aristotle got an 18.
1: Raskin got an 8.
0: Hugo got a 14. Okay. And it's currently round one. You look into, through the doorway, the Hall of Gentle Repose. This wide hall is floored in polished wooden planks, its walls covered in colorful jade tiles. The ceiling is made of lustrous stone that reflects the light of three decorative lanterns that brightly illuminate ten gleaming golden statues of men and women in various poses of combat readiness that stand along the walls. There is a creature like a towering, 20-foot-tall, corpulent beast. It has the head of a boar and arms ending in fatty, four-fingered hands. It's got tiny little wings on the back and pincers for feet, large talons. It uh, looks at you with uh, surprise and glee, and right before combat begins, it says, Wait, wait, wait! Let's
3: strike a bargain. I don't like the sound of that.
2: Okay, uh, looks like Aristotle's first. What do you do? I don't like the sound of that either, so I think before we proceed, I want to attempt to identify what that is. That would be Knowledge Planes. Here comes planes check and i got an 11 so i don't know what it is A total of an 11 okay you don't know yeah you have no idea
0: um you believe this to be an extra planar creature makes sense <laughs> that's it
2: i am going to now pass my turn pass hugo can you see the creature
4: ha 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 very funny yes i i'm aware of the creature's presence okay well i would like to do the same thing and attempt to identify it you know, that planes right yes Uh, Looks
0: like a 23.
4: Looks like a 23.
0: That is not enough to identify this creature.
4: I don't know what the fuck this is. A deal, you say? What sort of deal do you want to strike? Yes,
5: a deal. I am bound to this place. Free me and I shall grant you a grand reward. What kind of reward? A grand one, didn't I just say? Truly, truly a grand reward.
4: I'm thinking like a sense motive, maybe. What, What language is he speaking, by the way? Is it common? It is. Let's see. Actually, he's talking to you in his head, and it's draconic. Oh, buddy, you don't want to be in my head. I am going to do a sense motive on him, though.
0: Sure. I'll, I guess a I, uh, sense motive should be something I roll. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Well, he's okay. Uh, you, you, you get a sense that he's telling you the truth. He will give you a grand reward if you release him. I think we have different ideas of what grand means.
3: Yeah, we need to like we need to work this out and make sure we know what's going on.
0: You, Hugo, believes that
4: this creature is going to give him a grand reward. I guess I'll think really hard at him. Hold uh, on. Let me let check me with, check my, with team my team before I do, before I do something, something like that. Of course of course, of course, of course. All right, Vraskin. Did anyone else just hear that? No. All
1: right, I don't quite see this thing, so I'm going to step up. Behind reading.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Once it's in my sight, I will make a knowledge planes check.
0: Alright, attempt. 30? Aha! This is a Nalfeshni demon. Ah! Nalfeshni demons are. You know that few demons understand the inner workings of the abyss like the Nalfeshni. And it is not unusual to see a Nalpheshnese seeming to serve the Abyss itself rather than a Demon Lord. Some claim stewardship over the fleshy realms that birth new demons, while others guard sites of particular significance deep in the plane's secret reaches. Often, a Nalfeshni's realm in the Abyss surpasses the strength and size of the largest of mortal kingdoms, for Nalpheshnese display a singular gift for managing and ordering the chaos of the Abyss. Mortal summoners often seek them out for their unparalleled yet mad intellects, ever taking care to comb through bargains with such demons for hidden and unwanted consequences. For there is little a Nalfeshni will agree to do that does not, in some sinister way, advance the needs and desires of the
3: Abyss. Do you tell the team?
1: I will inform the team it's a Nalfeshni. You get one question. Well, I, I, I'm going to communicate some of the stuff first, and then I'll ask a question. Okay. It's a demon from the Abyss. It's vastly intelligent. Rarely does it serve an actual demon lord. They're fairly independent. People summon them for their intellect, but like genies. You can make bargains and deals with them, but they will try every which way to screw you to further the Abyss. So...
5: All of that is true, says the creature.
1: Which means we need to either outsmart it so that we don't get screwed.
5: I'm certain certain that that's easily attainable attainable for all of you, it says.
1: Okay, uh, one question, immunities.
0: Electricity and poison.
1: Alrighty, cool. Fire and acid it is. Alright, anything
0: else, Raskin?
1: I'll... Continue talking to it. So you want to make a deal, a grand reward. What exactly is it?
5: Well, it's a grand reward. A great treasure.
1: Tell me what the treasure is or I'll rip out your fucking throat. Intimidate check, 49.
0: Okay.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I want to look something up. Hugo Wild Shapes into a hummingbird and retreats.
3: It's not that type of intimidate check.
0: Are you attempting to coerce the opponent or demoralize him or influence his attitude? Coercing and influencing the opponent's attitude is very similar.
1: I I just want him to give me a straight answer.
0: Sounds like you're influencing his attitude to essentially act friendly towards you so that he will give you straight answers. Yes, let's do that. Okay. If you succeed, you can force him to act friendly towards you for one dice, six times 10 minutes. And the DC is 10 plus the targets hit dice, plus the wisdom modifier. So it's hit dice is okay. 30.
1: I got a 49, but because he is larger than me, there's a negative four penalty. So 45. So beat it by 15.
0: You succeed in intimidating the Nalfeshni demon. Okay. So he is going to be
5: friendly. He looks at you and goes, Oh, I see. You are of great power and influence. Very well. Let me roll how long this is going to last. Okay. Very well. Uh, uh, Just a great reward, yes. Uh, 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 If you release me, I will let you be and not kill all of you. He looks at you with hopeful eyes.
3: That's... Does Fraskin tell us this? He, he
0: says this to you in, in open speech.
1: Oh. Is he speaking common or... Draconic. Okay. So I can't understand it. Yeah, I actually don't know if anyone else speaks draconic.
2: You go to us. I'll the three of us then.
1: So I'll, I'll, I'll translate for reading.
2: I'd love to hear your
1: paraphrasing. If we release him, he won't try and kill us. I'm okay with that.
2: I mean, what
4: are we releasing him to? I'm not going to release
3: the fucking demon if he's
4: not going to give us
3: something better than he won't try to kill us. You've seen how I react to people trying to kill me.
2: Likewise.
5: I agree. I truly do not wish to kill all of you. I just wanted to go on my way. You are great and powerful. I do not wish to lose my life. I'm sure you do not wish to lose yours.
1: it will save us resources as well if we don't have to deal with him. I could just shut the door.
5: No, don't do not do that. Let me be on my way. But you have to release me. I am bound here. One of the transmuters here, Isomandicus, he's now long dead. He placed a binding upon me that keeps me stuck in this room, serving as a lowly guardian for the magical pool that is in the room beyond so that the only way I can escape my term of permanent servitude is to successfully make this Isomandicus laugh, cry, shriek, and cheer by nothing more than the power of my storytelling ability. Over the years, I had finished three of these tasks with jokes, parables, and tales, but... I had yet to make the stoic transmitter's shriek. Now that Isomandicus is dead, I realize I will never be able to escape my servitude except Except via via death death, or or you're here now, so you will perhaps my my last last chance at freedom, freedom. please. Banish me back to the abyss or remove the binding effect that keeps me here.
1: I'll turn to Connor and banish him.
4: A banishment would be trivial enough. Yes. How about we sweeten the pot? Instead of just not killing us, why don't you tell us all that you know about whatever that was you were charged to protect a pool of something? Make it worth our while, and I'll see what I can do for you.
5: Does this lackey speak for you, O powerful Vraskin of the Limnorn Kings?
4: I am just one of those uh, nymph things. I forget what they were called. A mephit. A mephit.
1: He does not speak for me. We are equals here. He is a better spellcaster than I. Hmm.
5: Formidable, all of you are, then. Yes. Yes, Yes, banish me back to your best. I've been a a bad bad demon. demon.
1: We are not in the iron cages of lust. Knock it off.
5: Oh, you've been there, have you? Well, not me personally. Did you happen to bring any of those toys, those toys that, that Delvahein had? Have you have used them? them? No. Would you like to? have to? No.
3: Oh, wait, I can't understand. But
4: still, no. <laughs> <laughs> it starts saying something in Draconic, and Reen's just like, nope, 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 Braskin's
1: nope. <laughs> uh, uh, Vr- Vraskin's actually going to pull one of the toys out, hand it to Reen, and be like, bring it to him.
4: <laughs> Just tell me if I should kill this thing or not. No, no, no. I don't think that's going to be necessary. Well, listen, buddy. We could help you out, but what is it you were charged with protecting, and why is it so important?
5: Ah, some, some stupid some magical pool. pool. Very powerful. It recharges, recharges magical, magical items. items. Oh, that's cool. Ooh, that's yeah. Pretty useful. Yes. So, do we have a
1: compact?
0: He nods at you and smiles, a toothy boar grin. So,
3: what do you think?
4: Do I give him a ticket home?
1: Yeah, send him back him not to. He's not gonna be able to come back anytime soon. But
3: he's ugly. I want to kill him.
1: There's no reason to kill him. Right? It's a waste Fine. of time,
5: effort, and resources. Ever true to a bugbear's nature, you will be welcome in the abyss.
4: Oh, he's actually a dwarf. What? That's a. It's a long story, bud. Tune in Clinton's Core Classics and find out more. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Aristotle, I've come to respect your opinion as of late. What do you think?
2: I don't know, man. It kind of seems like whether we leave him here or not, it's the same outcome. Yeah, right. I, yeah. I
3: mean, go ahead and banish him. I guess I don't. I, he is a gargantuan creature. I don't really want to fight that.
4: Hugo will flutter on over. He'll open up his character sheet and he'll go to his spells tab. <laughs> dismissal this, this is the one i was thinking of there you go forces an extra planet creature back to its proper plane if it fails a will save so I'll, I'll let this guy know uh as long as you don't resist this should work just fine
5: hmm.
0: and you have no intention of bluffing him correct
4: uh, so i can't choose to send him anywhere else but there is a 20 percent chance that he'll get sent ex- somewhere right. else right i i have no control over that but i also have no ill
5: intention for him
4: okay
3: all right so uh he
5: yes i relent to your power okay Present your butt.
3: Slay living. <laughs>
4: <laughs> he kneels before you. I'll slap him on the ass and I'll cast dismissal. Okay.
0: He fails the save. And he is instantly transported somewhere. Do you want to even roll it? Does it even matter? Yes,
1: well, Let's does. find out. It absolutely does. <laughs> yeah, it does. Know.
0: I rolled the two. It does not matter. It does not matter. Uh, it's a 20% chance. In fact, what you rolled is a 40. Correct. Yeah, I did a 1d5. It, it boils down to the same math. Okay, so he disappears, and he
5: says, Thank, Thank you. I hope, I hope to see you again.
0: Goodbye. Bye. Nice guy. And for defeating the Malfeshni, Zavuzeg, I grant the 38,400 XP. You grant, Hugo, 38,400 XP. The team. The team. The team. Uh,
1: 9,600 each. <laughs>
0: And now you are, uh, have free passage to this room. This is a rectangular room with a corridor passing through the middle of it. And it has 10 golden statues lined up along the edges. Men and women in various poses of combat readiness. Do you investigate? You do some investigating. Do they happen to look like the statues that were outside? No, they look like individuals. Every one of them is different. And as you look closely... Each statue reveals a looks of surprise, anger, and fear on their faces.
1: Uh, sort of knowledge check to recognize who these people are, what happened to them? Because I feel like they were actually people and not just statues.
0: Uh, I don't think so. Okay. But, uh, definitely gold. Gold coating them. And wow, really detailed looks. Yes. Very detailed in their carving?
1: Oh, no.
2: I have, real quick, I want to cast a spell. And I'll be like, hey, dude, something in here doesn't seem right. I'm not sure what it is, but there's a bad vibe here. And then I'm going to cast True Seeing, And I pass my spell failure check. Okay. I don't know why you just don't suppress that blinking. Because it's part of his character. He forgets forgets that he's even doing it. Right. Okay, now I understand.
0: Okay. And uh, as you, you blink in and out and you can cast the spell and uh, you're, you can see that they are definitely golden statues. You see through normal and magical darkness, notice secret doors hidden by magic, sees the exact locations of creatures or objects under blur and displacement, sees invisible creatures or other objects normally, sees their illusions, and sees the true form of polymorph changed or transmitted beings. Oh, look, it's Hugo. Uh, you can focus your vision to see into the ethereal plane, but not extra-dimensional spaces. And the range of trucing is conferred at 120 feet. It does not in any way confer x-ray vision or its equivalent. Correct. So the only things you see is uh, Hugo underneath his
2: polymorphed form. Hugo waves. And uh, that's it. <laughs> that's it.
0: Mm-hmm. These statues appear
2: to be statues. Nothing changed or transmuted, I guess. No. Hmm.
1: That cast Something in his books was talking about transmuting into gold. Gonna go out on a limb here and say he was successful in making something gold. Think it was people.
2: If they're transmuted, I would be able to tell. Correct. So they're not transmuted. That's why I was like, this is weird. They are not transmuted.
1: Then something else worries me because this is too detailed for me.
2: I mean, they have wrinkles, they have hair. That's what I'm saying, dude. They don't seem like statues.
1: A dwarf. Yes? Out of all of us, you would understand this stuff. Is it possible to chisel gold this precisely and carve it?
3: I mean, anything's possible with a skilled enough craftsman, right? The guy would have had, what, 10,000 years to be here or something like that? It's possible that he got so good at it, but I don't think so. Um, I was thinking about running an appraisal check on the the gold statue. Oh sure. If anybody else wants to do that too, because my appraise is not very high. Uh, I rolled a twenty-one.
0: Well, I'll let you know that there are ten statues of human beings, and if they are solid, they would be priceless.
3: Oh man, we could go to we could go to that manor and just decorate with these statues.
0: They would look great in Foxy G's manor for
3: sure. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna go up. I'm gonna make a mistake. And I'm gonna touch one.
0: Okay. It feels like cold gold.
3: Okay, so not a trap.
0: Smooth to the touch and shiny.
3: Is there a way we can tell if it's solid gold or if they're, like, gold-plated?
0: Well, they may or may not be attached to the ground. They are on little pedestals.
3: Let me... I guess I'll try to lift one up. Anybody want to assist, Braskin?
4: I guess I can give you a hand if you need I'd it. I'd like
0: a strength check, Reeton. Well, yeah, yeah. Braskin, you're assisting.
1: Yep,
3: assisting. Uh, I got a
0: 20.
1: Oh, natural one. <laughs> Oh, God, I'll pull the hammy. Pull the hammy. (laughs) Charlie horse, Charlie horse.
0: With that one, you get a nine, which is amazing.
1: Yeah, I'm buff.
0: Hugo walks up and goes to help, and rolls a one. Reedan's check is enough to lift it, surprisingly, and it does not weigh anywhere near what a full statue would weigh. Maybe it's hollow.
3: Oh, this is telling me that it's either hollow or possibly... Like, gold-plated. Like, somebody took a human and gold-plated them. Ding! That's not disturbing at all.
4: And it looks like they were done alive. Ooh. You know, I was listening to this podcast once, and some goblins totally, like, bustified some <laughs> dude's head with glass. <laughs> Doing it in gold sounds much worse, though.
0: I don't know. Vraskin remembers that.
1: Yeah. Ugh. Lanjiku Kaijutsu. His son was kind of an asshole. Reeton remembers that too.
3: Yeah. This this is kind of messed up, and I set the statue down and back away. Okay. Well, we figured it out. We figured out the riddle. Let's get the fuck out of this room. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I I would like to do a perception check to see if there is anything else in this room. All right. Perception. Uh, I'll take a 20.
0: Okay. There's nothing further in the room that deserves investigation.
3: All right, there is a door over here, I see.
0: Yes, to the, to the east and then south. The corridor moves on and there's a door. Of course, like all the other doors in here, it's iron and it's got uh, gem studded and uh, like like all the walls here.
1: Somebody want to check for traps? Who does that? I believe that's you, dwarf man.
0: <sighs> I do have trap
3: sense, so... Exactly. Let me, let me check real quick.
0: And you discover nothing out of ordinary other than, I mean, a gem studded iron door being strange but the door itself does not appear to have any traps
3: okay i'm gonna back away and be like hugo throw a dagger at this one we didn't find traps before i just wanna i just wanna make sure
4: hugo floats over and that'll probably be about the end of the minute worth of uh checking for traps and whatnot Mm -hmm. so as he lands and returns back to his friendly lovable hugo form he'll chuck his dagger at the door okay
0: clang it touches the door and
3: bounces off and lands to the floor no piston traps on this one. Cool. I'm going to go down here and open the door. Hey, it's a pool. Oh, yeah, this is the one that recharges the magical things, right? That's what, that's what you told me. That's
4: so what the guy was telling me. What he said. I'm going to go into this room. Jump in.
3: I'm not jumping in the creepy pool. Silver beams support a
0: domed ceiling covered in polished dark wood panels inlaid with spiky glyphs. Most of the chamber's floor ripples in an immense 40-foot diameter pool, of deep blue liquid. Flashes of lightning and gouts of flame dance along its surface, punctuated by thunderclaps, hisses, and cacophonous shrieks. Vague shapes writhe in the currents below the pool's surface.
4: Do I blind sense anything in the pool by chance? Um, I don't think so.
0: Mm, no. Just something odd <laughs> in this magical pool. Do I truly see anything? You see that there's a magical pool before you. It appears to be exactly what it appears to be. That's very specific wordage.
3: (laughs) Hey, Braskin, do you have any empty flasks?
1: Probably got something.
3: Yeah, I figure you could. I mean, I'm going to assume that we're trying to collect, like, items from every one of these uh, rooms, right? Right.
0: Do you guys have that handout?
3: Yes. Yeah, Yeah, we have it. Right. So I'm going to assume that this giant whirlpool of recharging magic items thing is probably something we need and also it would be great for uh that staff that hugo just got well
4: i'm pretty sure the staff had full charges still
3: well it does but you know when you use the charges right
4: sure
2: waters from the pool of a mental arcana
1: can i make a knowledge arcana like know exactly what this stuff does yeah that's a great idea
2: knowledge arcana would
0: be perfect as you uh, look and study the pool of elemental arcana i'll assist for asking
1: I got a 31.
0: 31 is enough. You reveal that the waters of the pool are infused with raw magic and that you could possibly be used to repair or recharge magical items. However, it's dangerous. Uh, Hugo, Aristotle, you both are uh, feeling odd here. I would like you both to make a will save. Aristotle, you going to move into the room a little bit further?
2: Nah, I'm good fam.
0: Okay, then you're all right. Can you go get to 25. Okay, there's something odd off here, but you're not unduly affected.
4: Watch out before you walk in, guys. Something seems a little weird about this pool. Vraskin and Retin are unaffected. Maybe they put too much chlorine in it or something.
3: Yeah, probably it. Or, you know, or like we're all going to die. Something like that. One or the other.
0: Vraskin, you also are sure that if you touch it, it'll probably be really bad.
1: So... I would suggest not touching it.
0: But by putting magical items into it, it may recharge or repair them.
1: If you dip magical items that have been somewhat used, we can repair them, but don't touch it yourself. It is, from what I can tell, pure magic. It's going to be dangerous. Actually, don't we have something that's broken?
2: Yeah, do we have that whip? Yeah. When Vaskin says that, I'm going to be like, hey, dude, remember that a rod of spell absorption we got? That thing's, like, down on charges. Let's see if this works. And then he's going to walk closer to the pool. And then you want a will save before I do anything else, right? Yes. Watch it be a one. As soon as you pass within 10 feet of the pool. 33 will save. You are unaffected.
3: I was really hoping he'd turn against the party.
2: <laughs> the rod of spell absorption. And I'm going to dip the, just the tip into the pool. Right. Oh. May
3: may I? Uh, I'm just going to back up a bit before this happens. Fair. I've already been caught once. I just want to just back up and make sure nothing bad happens to me.
0: All right. I need a reflex save, Aristotle, as you attempt to avoid touching the water. Remember, the water is rippling. It's got lightning and gouts of flame dancing along the surface. So it's kind of you have to avoid splashes. Ooh, I got a 22 reflex. You, you succeed. Now I want you to roll a percentage dice. Okay. And that's going to be an 85. An 85. The item glows and regains one die 10 charges. Ooh. You roll that, I assume? Yes.
3: Nice!
0: Awesome. Regains 10 spell levels. That's sweet.
3: Hey, what about any of our, like, pure moderate
2: wounds ones? Would those work? I got one, but it's, like, fully charged, dude. Okay. Okay.
4: I got a whole bunch of
2: wands when
4: our friend left us, so let me check and see if any of these are moderate. It's
1: not a bad idea in theory. The problem is us just generally tampering at this point.
0: Pool. pool of raw magic.
1: The, the more we're around it and messing with it, the more likely it is something bad is going to happen.
4: It's not that I don't disagree with you. It's that I do have a wand of cure moderate wounds on me. by the
0: way i just have to remember to tell you
4: and i'm sorry to interrupt that the rod of
0: absorption now glows like a torch
2: oh okay
0: like it's emitting light or it's actually on fire it's emitting light okay it's like a continual flame
3: cool all right hugo you may he wanted somebody with a higher reflex save to.
0: to i was
4: gonna say yeah that water looks a little uh shaky and magically unstable does somebody with a little faster reflexes want to dip this in
3: Nuts. My reflex save's not great.
4: Fuck it. It's just my life on the line. Hugo tries to dip it in. Okay. You want a... Uh... Reflex save? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, nice. Hugo gets a natural 20 for a 33. Okay. You s-
0: easily slip the uh, wand in. And this is a wand of cure moderate? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead and roll a percentage dice. Ooh, 100. What?
2: I rolled 100
4: yeah. on a D100. Damn, That's the bad yeah. one. Wow. Okay. Do I turn into a bugbear? No. (laughs) However, the item is now
0: supercharged. Whoa! The item now permanently glows twice as bright as a torch and automatically regains one die ten charges every seven days
4: on its own. Holy (laughs) shit. What? And immediately recharges three charges today. I'm just going to update. This as the wand of Ubercharge. Supercharged,
1: they call it.
3: All right. We should probably leave now because that is... As good as our luck is going to get.
1: So I'm going to take one of the flasks, like one of my potions of bark skin that I've taken, like that I've already consumed. So one of those empty glasses, and then I'm going to try and scoop
0: it. Okay. I'm going to need a reflex save.
1: Reflex 22.
0: You succeed. It looks like it's slightly glowing. Can anybody uh, detect magic? Okay. I'll
1: step back from the pool and then detect magic at it.
0: Okay. You detect a faint transmutation on the water itself.
1: Okay. Makes
3: sense.
0: This is a component for the forging a rune-forged weapon.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, guys, I do have a, I, I have a quick question, too. Um, we killed that whatever it was, the, the transmutation guy. You know, bear hugged him to death. It was great. But I'm curious about those golems. Anybody know if those things might have disappeared or if we're still
1: going to have uh, to sneak past them?
4: Probably going to still have to deal with those.
1: My assumption is sneak past them. There was those side doors that we could always investigate, so... Yeah, we got to do that. Either we can stealth by again and just try to investigate them, or we deal with the golems and then just afterwards rest for a day. recharge charge on magic and whatnot.
4: You know, I actually don't need to rest just yet, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm doing pretty good.
1: I mean, I'm doing okay, but I could go either way.
4: Yeah,
3: I, I was just wondering if maybe killing the wizard would have got rid of those golems. No.
4: I mean, it's possible.
3: Yes, I guess it's possible.
4: Not likely, though.
3: Perhaps there's a knowledge check we could roll.
0: Knowledge Arcana might give you a clue.
3: I'm really happy we, we we took that risk, Hugo. 28.
0: Golems typically are not deactivated through the death of its caster. They tend to survive long past their wizard creators, or or cleric creators.
3: All right, so... We sneak past them, but I I do wonder, because there are those doors up top, but then there, I would assume, since it's mirrored, that there are doors on the bottom as well. So we would have to sneak by the ones on top, go check out those doors, and then sneak by the ones on the bottom and go check out those doors. I mean, we could always,
1: and I hate to say it, we could split the party.
3: So we could sneak all together to the north or the south... (laughs) What are we going to do? Have Aristotle and Hugo go downstairs and Vraskin and I go up?
1: I was going to say have one tank and one dedicated caster go each way. Be stupid to have two squishies go one way and two tanks go the other.
3: I like my plan better. (laughs) I like meeting new people. That's what I'm saying.
1: You already know me.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, that's true. I just I expect that we would meet two new casters next week. That's what I'm saying.
4: (laughs) Aristotle and Hugo go off and have a groovy mystery of their own.
1: <laughs>
2: I think you have very little faith in us.
1: I have very little faith in anything.
2: Yes. We can eat wherever we want. Like, we're probably not the problem. It's you who, you get surrounded by golems, you're fucked. Well. Hugo and I can just bounce around wherever we want. We have got some magic, baby.
4: Uh, we can't deal with the golems, but we can just leave. That's true. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. So you do that. <laughs>
3: So I, I do think we should stick together and either go to the north or the south and, you know, invisible up and sneak by and check those out just to make sure we're not missing anything.
1: I mean, they might just be sleeping quarters or something. So.
3: All right. So is that what you guys want to do? Yeah,
1: sure.
4: Yeah. All right. More invisibilities and I could turn into a mephit once more. All right. Move
1: on. All right.
4: As long as we have enough charges, that's fine. Raskin, do you have enough charges? Aristotle and Raskin, I mean.
1: I can cast greater invisibility on myself. I don't have access to invisibility. I don't... Do we have a wand of it? I can't remember.
4: I might have a wand of it. Let me check.
1: Oh, I have a wand of invisibility. There we go. Who's first? Reeton, Hugo... I don't need it. Okay. Reeton, then Aristotle, then myself.
2: Nope. I'm still invisible from before. I have regular invisibility, so it lasts for minutes per level.
1: Reeton and then myself.
2: Okay. After a couple of rounds, you are all invisibled
0: up, ready to move. Hugo, are you invisible as well?
4: Once the door is open, I'll just wild shape once more. Got it. Did we want to try the entrance we came through or try the other doorway?
1: Let's go the way we came through first, because we know that way. I mean, it's supposed to be mirrored, but I don't exactly trust them. No argument. I'll pop open the door. All
0: right. You see the fountains there with its stone golem statue? Hasn't
4: moved. You may continue. You go wild shapes and flutters off down the hallway.
1: Mm-hmm. So Raskin's just going to flop his big burly wings with fly speed 90, just flying through.
3: I'm going to glide by my uh, 6D fly.
2: Aristotle is going to stop in the room, and then he's going to cast ghost sound. And he's going to go, Ooh.
3: <laughs> Oh, please trigger the golems.
2: <laughs> it looks like we have
4: another groovy mystery on our hands, gang.
3: <laughs> there is no reaction. Okay,
0: you're standing in front of a door. The first door in a series of four doors in this corridor.
4: The corridor has four doors.
0: This corridor has four doors.
4: Four doors in the corridor. Reeton, come here.
3: okay. Why am I coming here?
4: Because you have trap sense?
3: Yes, I will I will do my perception check. Trap sense really only works if there is a trap.
4: We'll find all zero traps then.
3: <laughs> okay. It's a defensive
0: function for barbarians when they trip them.
3: Yeah. But I will roll perception to see if there's any traps on this door that I can see. And um, you discover nothing out
0: of the ordinary.
3: All right. Open the door. Since uh, you, you guys are kind of in the way, but you should, you should open the door. I'll, I'll, I'll pop the door open.
0: The door is popped open. This room is empty, save for a scattering of raw materials like sheets of cloth, stacks of lumber, blocks of stone, metal bars, and bones.
3: So nothing out of the ordinary. Okay. Next door. Perception check this door, and then if nothing's in it, I'll open it. Or no, no. If I detect no traps, I will. You detect no traps.
1: I'm just gonna go to the next door and just pop it open. I I don't think this is going to be trapped.
0: Both of them are like the other one that you saw. It's filled with sheets of cloth, stacks of lumber, blocks of stone, metal bars, and bones—raw materials.
1: I don't think we need to check anything else. We're good to just go.
0: I'm gonna check this last room here.
3: Might
1: as well.
0: Okay. Again, another empty chamber, except for sheets of cloth, stacks of lumber, blocks of stone, metal bars, and bones. Okay. My
1: assumption is the other side's going to be the same, so let's just get going.
0: Okay, your assumptions are correct.
1: I think we can just leave.
4: The method say hello. Hi. What's up, dudes? Hey, um, you guys are safe now. You're welcome.
0: Oh, did you defeat the golems?
4: Uh, No, not the golems. We took care of the Mithril Man.
0: Oh, the Mithril Man's dead. Yay! And they all dance around. The Mithril Man's
4: dead. The Mithril Man's dead. Yay! I'll join them in a dance.
3: I killed the shit out of him. He did not like being bugbear hugged. Who would? I know, right? Wait.
4: <laughs> very rude. So what are you guys going to do now?
3: Play forever. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yay! Wait, is there a way to get rid of that fog
1: there? No. Okay.
2: We can't figure it out.
1: Aristotle, can you dimension us to the other side? That way we don't have to risk it.
2: Oh, yeah, dude. I got a spell that can help. Come around for a group hug, guys. Uh-oh. Sorry. All right. Everybody gathers for a group hug. And I pass my spell failure check. Excellent. And then we whoop, teleport to the other side. Yep. Whoop.
4: Goodbye, Mephits. We'll see you later. Bye,
0: bye. Bye. And for avoiding the stone golems, I'm going to grant you their experience. Yeah. Hooray. They are worth 12,800 each. There's four of them? Mm-hmm. In addition, because you learn stuff from the methods, I'm going to grant you a 3,200 XP
1: bonus. All right. By, that, by four, everybody gets 13,600.
0: Man, that's great. Yeah.
4: Okay. That is the end of the Vault of Greed. Well, until we inevitably have to come back and you know, make some items. But until then.
3: Yeah. Well, we got the, we got the thing. We got the water that we needed? Yeah. yeah.
4: Just in case we need more. Whatever.
3: Yeah, I yeah. guess that
1: might be fair.
4: And who knows, maybe I'll want to come and hang out with my method friends. Those are the only nice thing we've seen in here. If you don't count Mr. Mutt.
1: Who's Mr. Mutt?
4: Yeah. <sighs> the,
3: the demon didn't try to kill us, so that's kind of nice. Well, it's because we freed him.
4: I, I think we did him more of a favor than he did us, but yes. at least yeah. we learned something out of it.
3: Yeah, we really need to work on our uh, dealings with the devil. Demons. And, yeah.
4: So whatever. If I don't want him here, I'll just send them away?
1: That's Uh, true. Yeah, it's one of those, honestly, that was the best resolution we could have gotten out of a deal with an Alpha Schnee. So, I'm okay with it.
4: I'm always a big fan of turning things into not my problem, if I can.
3: Yes. (laughs) Alright, so we're done with that one. Woo! Yep. So what we have...
0: You're now back at the Rune Forge main portal room with
4: the large bubbling
0: magical pool in the center of it?
4: Vraskin, you said you aren't Feeling so great spell-wise?
1: No, I'm I'm doing fine spell-wise. My concern was if we fought the golems and the Nalfishne would we, we would be putting on empty? I I have plenty left in the tank.
4: So. Cool. I'm still pretty good to go.
2: Uh, how about you, Aristotle? You've been mostly invisible. Yeah, dude, I'm good to go. I mean, I'm down on some slots, but it's no biggie.
3: I could use a couple of boops from like a moderate supercharged thing. I'll
2: pull out my ultra torch. I'll give you a. I'll give you two boops. How many do you think you need?
3: Two will, will probably suffice.
2: I have a question. Since my rod of spell absorption is emitting light, and I'm blinking, am I effectively a strobe light?
1: <laughs> effectively. Good.
2: <laughs> Perfect.
4: Uh, where's a bard when you need one?
2: Right. I I can do bard stuff. I'm gonna play ghost sound, and it's gonna be <laughs> groove is in the heart. <laughs>
1: Alright. Halls of wrath are shimmering bales of pride.
3: I'm- I'm feeling wrath, man. Feeling wrath. wrath.
1: I agree. Also, especially with us being down a couple slots, it might be a good idea for us to plan before we go into the Bales of Pride. Halls of Wrath it is.
0: Dude, being angry makes me tired. And as the team gets ready for the Halls of Wrath, we shall pick this up next time on Rise of the
4: Rune. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. That's all. Bye-bye. Sit tight for one week, everybody. We need to wait for this loading screen to finish.